We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Thursday, January 11th. We'll be taking a look at. Uh, we got four NBA games tonight. We got 13 NHL games. We'll be looking at daily fantasy. We'll be looking at props. We'll be looking at pick 'em. We'll be looking at everything. Give me that. Give me that thumbsy thumbs. Give me the thummy thumbs. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to always know when we go live. Join with me. On this fine Thursday, uh, the guy that uh, you don't have a background. Typically, I make fun of your background, and you just—it's you're you're you just you just got a green screen, Will. Right? Just, just yeah. Already eleven days into the new year, you just you had enough of it already. Just <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to uh, have some some uh, some optimal. Uh, performance on my my PC maybe, and what I might need to do, Blender, I may just need to get up my old school backdrop, like I'm on. Oh, that's you know, like I, got I, up. I, got the I know. Yeah, I, I know. I've got the uh, I've got the Charlotte skyline because that's you know when I started with the company, I was living there, and so I I may need to pull that back out and just have it behind the green screen, and then when I want to use the green screen, just lift it up. See, so that's what I'm saying. I, I might go back to that. My green screen down here. I got. I can bring that up. I can bring it. Yeah, down. that's that's what I'm saying. I, I I may go back to to my old school setup or and uh, and run because I actually do really like my backdrop. My backdrop's beautiful, and so I I may go back to that. Um, you know, and, and pull something up. But at any at any at any rate, uh, what an interesting day for for basketball in the NHL. Well, basketball. I mean, you know, you know me. I'm not playing NBA DFS. I mean, we'll we'll talk about this slate a bit, but I do I do have props. I do NHL. I'll be playing NHL tonight. We'll talk a little bit about that. I know, Will, you're you're not an NHL DFS player, so we're kind of going to go back and forth here from the NBA stuff and then the NHL stuff. But uh, let's let's we got projections loaded up early. I mean, it's only a four game slate. Uh, Seems like uh, OKC has the the highest total on the slate. Our current projections are. I mean, I mean, I don't think we have anything to worry about injury wise, right? I mean, LeBron James is questionable, but isn't he always that's questionable? Every, Does it really? It's every day, right? Right. So, like, we're, I, I'm assuming we're going to these that LeBron's going to play, right? Yeah. So outside of that, it seems like everything is. I mean, it's the NBA. So let, let me just make it clear. Just because, like, the injury report today just looks like, oh, okay, we, we know what's going to go on, right? It's eight, yeah. The slate is eight hours, eight and a half hours away. And why not we uh, we can build lineups because we don't have to worry about anything. It's three hours from now, like, you know, they'll, they'll rule out, like, 14 people. I mean, it's, yes. it's that's kind of the way it is. And but, we, I mean, we are anticipating. I do think the big news is uh, – 
the Luca news, and by big, I mean we already know he's out. That's like right. That's the big piece. Right. So I mean, but looking at the projections, I mean, if if you run just based on uh, medians, you're playing a lot of Dallas. You're playing. I mean, is the value du jour going to be Jaden Hardy at thirty seven hundred? Because I mean, in order to get in, like guys like SGA, Anthony Davis, or LeBron. Randall, Simons, Lillard, whoever, you know, Giannis. Like, I mean, based on our projections, 27 minutes, 28.41 fantasy points. We have his ownership right now at 50%. I could see that being even higher. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it going to be hard to build a lineup today with at least, I mean, with at least like maybe three Mavericks in it? Yeah, well, here's the thing, too, but on, on a small slate, um, you know, there are probably going to be some decisions that you have to make. Like you said, it's just a four-gamer. Uh, that two that two o'clock game is in Paris, so, like, that doesn't count. Um, for me, Blenna, I'm, I'm trying to decide, and this is, this is you know, I, I'm almost considering fading Kyrie and just playing the cheap, just playing the cheap guys. Um, now, look, Kyrie is expensive, don't get me wrong, but on a small slate, um, you know, facing the Knicks, slightly slower-paced team. I'm, I'm not saying Kyrie won't get off. It's not that. It's just I think the Knicks are a little bit better overall. Um, that I haven't committed to fading or not fading yet because it's not. I mean, he's, he's 9K on DraftKings, so it's not – he's not, like, improperly priced. And that's kind of where I'm, I'm kind of in a conundrum here. But I'll make that decision, you know, as we go along. That's not when I settle in. But I do think the cheap Dallas guys, I mean – you probably have to consider that's some of the best value on this small slate. Do you think that with OKC being a 13 point home favorite that maybe people will shy away? No pun intended from shy because looking at projections, if this game stays close, I mean, a way to avoid playing Irving, you know, Kyrie avoid playing, you know, Giannis or Lillard or, or, LeBron or AD is to just play is to just play SGA and Anthony Simons like together and just kind of game stack in a way. I mean, you're not I'm looking at this of like if I was to approach this late, and like I said, like I'm not playing the DFS late, I'll be betting on these props. My inclination would be to play guys from Portland and OKC and then fill it out with the rest of the doubt. Like like basically, anyone that's not a cheap Dallas player is going to be a player from Portland and OKC, and hope that the game doesn't blow out. Because mm-hmm. I think all these other games have much closer spreads, and I could easily see the field just you know, hey, you know, OKC blows Portland out, and no one gets fourth quarter run, and you know, people like people like those blowout narratives. They're like, I don't know if I can play this. It's like. I, I typically lean into these situations more more often than not. Yeah, for sure. I, I do like uh, OKC, and I do like Shy, um, and I've liked Shy all season. But so the thing is, you know, on a small slate, Shy gets all the ownership because he's got probably some of the most stable fantasy production in the NBA right now. Um, on larger slates, we tri- we we tend to shy away from Shy. Because we have other studs like Embiid and Jokic and Luka and Giannis. And so I feel like we don't play him as much. But, you know, tonight, at least early projections, it looks like we have him around 31%. Um, you know, on a small slate, we've got Kyrie Irving at 31%. So think about that. But on a small slate with no Luka, Kyrie's 31. And then we've got Shy at 31 as well. So, um, and I, obviously, I know that speaks to how, how the salaries break down and how you can get in these other players. But I think it still speaks to the fact that if Embiid – well, and we do have Giannis on this slate as well, but he's not picked up as much as Shy. If Embiid was on this slate, Blender, at 11K, I got to think he'd be pushing 40%. You see what I'm saying? So I still feel like we haven't committed to um, Shy being a stud. But he, he, he absolutely is. And in this game – and on this team, despite the fact that Chet Holmgren is there, Shy is still the fantasy point producer on this team consistently. So I'd be thinking about playing, you know, like you play, 
SGA plus Holmgren. You play like Simons plus Jeremy Grant. Like I want to focus on the guys that are going to be playing like 30 plus minutes. So I know these, these teams have rotations where a lot of guys could get in. But like your average remaining player salary is forty three seventy five. I mean, it's going to be tight. But you could go here and you could play Dallas. You could put plug in Hardy and Hardaway and Powell. Right, you got forty three hundred left for the last player. I mean, you could you could do something like this, Josh Green. I mean, maybe you don't go down that that far. But this is kind of the what what I'd be looking at uh, in order to play. You know, SG like. A lot of people may be playing SGA as like a one-off, right? And then just like OKC just kind of blows them out. SGA has you know has sixty-five fantasy points, and you don't need anyone else in the game. But I also think that SGA plus the Dallas, the Dallas guys, cheap guys are going to be chalky, and people are just going to play guys from not going to play Portland guys. They're going to they're going to play Knicks. Right, I think more people are going to play the Knicks since they're playing Dallas. Right, you can go, oh, if I'm going to play Dallas, why don't I play the Knicks? It's a four-game slate. I'm much more likely to correlate on a four-game slate. Hope that like Boston, Milwaukee blows out, or the Lakers, Suns blow out, or you know something like that, and then you get the game that you know actually everyone gets to see thirty plus thirty-five minutes in their full rotations. So like, even if you said, yeah, hey, you want instead of playing Jeremy Grant, you're playing, you know, uh, you, you're playing a Scoot Hand Henderson, like if you're not playing Holmgren, you're playing Duop Reef or something. Even though I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, 26 minutes. I it's just that like I wouldn't trust necessarily a lot of the guys that like you need to get like some of these guys like Sharp and and Dort, like they're priced around like 5K at like 25, 24, 25 minutes. Like the Dallas, like you're playing Dallas players in those spots. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like it's it's really like the more the slight either the slightly more expensive guys that I'd be considering on Portland and OKC, and I wouldn't be going like, well, instead of playing Tim Hardaway Jr., I'm gonna play I'm gonna play Shaden Sharp. It's like you're giving up way too much projection. Doing that. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I, I think so, Blit. I think what you what you're saying in you know in a not a roundabout way. But I'm going to say it in a different way is the Dallas players are probably going to be good chalk today. And that's that's really what it boils down to, right? Like who who outside of these Dallas value guys is going to produce enough at these salary levels to make it worth it to fade them? And I don't on a, think on a have, four game the, right, the key right. part is on a four game slate. Like we were right. talking about an 11 game slate, you at least have a lot more options that some some 4K guy from someone does well, but right. there's just really not enough options that if you're really bypass if you got if you're going into the slate going, uh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna play uh, Tim Hardaway or Jaden Hardy. It's like I don't know where you're getting those points from at those prices because you're not gonna get them from Cam Reddish at 3,800. You're not getting right. them from Tort. Those guys are too low usage, too low output. Like you and and that's that's where I think where what we're both trying to get across is you don't have the outlets to fade. All of these Dallas guys. Now, you might not play them all in the same lineup if you're making multiple. Maybe you fade Hardaway in this one and just play Hardy and Derek Jones and Power. So, you know, maybe you get creative, but like you just can't completely avoid Dallas today, is what we're trying to say. Like, nobody right, else. Right. I wouldn't X out Dallas and say I'm building with everyone else. Yeah. Because you're going to yeah. see that your lineups, your median projection on your lineup is going to be like 18, 20 points lower. Yeah, than everyone else, yeah. and you're putting yourself. But yeah, well, what happens if the game blows out? What happens if, like, someone's yeah. getting there? Like the it's, person that's like what you said, fading Kyrie at nine K. It's like Kyrie could still put up forty five fantasy points. Yeah, and you don't win because nine he's nine K because forty forty five right. is fine. But Kyrie, if he doesn't score sixty fantasy points, like you you may yeah. not need you you literally may not need him but if Jaden Hardy puts up 28 fantasy points at 30 you're going to need him today i can assure you right. Jaden Hardy puts up 28 at 3700 he's optimal right now no way you give him like you have to but it's because of the slate if this was like you said an 11 game slate he puts up 28 i might be able to get away with it not on a four game okay now about nba props i know chiefs yeah. prop shop join it Rotogrinders.com slash Discord. I know it's chaotic in there, but it's 24-7, nonstop prop action. 
with Chief and the guys in the Chiefs prop shop, rotogrinders.com slash discord. Obviously, like I know that you write, you know, prize picks articles, underdog stuff, props, you know, part of the scores and odds stuff are our pick them, our prop package. Get a lot of Will stuff there. I'm more of a numbers person. So like I, I go to the prop model, I go to the pick them tool. I don't know what the hell's going on. All I knew is I trust our projections, our projections team for NBA, NHL for sure. Uh, best in the business, in my opinion, one of, if not, and I've been profitable for quite a while. I've been profitable for over two, almost, almost, almost two years on prize picks and underdog, just using our projections. Now, obviously sports betting just opened up here in September. Well, I'm, I've been profitable since then. Basically, just kind of blindly betting our models. As long as you're, as long as you're well aware of like who's in and who's out and how the projections could possibly change, right? You don't want to take stuff too early. Then this guy gets ruled out, and you're stuck with all these unders that aren't good value anymore. Uh, I take a look at uh, at the at the statistical projections that we have, and I bet on a ton of stuff. But if you only want to bet on like maybe the top five, top ten edges or whatever. I mean, we have literally a top 20 prop model tied to our projections. And uh, there's not much news going on today. So, like, number one in the model right now is Spencer Dinwiddie under 23 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. And uh, from the looks of it, the win percentage on this, according to our projections, is 65.7%. The edge is 15.7%. So when you subtract the two, that means the odds on FanDuel probably are, are plus 100. So essentially, that's that's kind of what it's telling you right there. So if I go to FanDuel right now, right? I do this. Will, I've been doing this on the show. Just the, the, uh, Some people, Will, I get DMs. I get emails. They said, you, I know you're profitable sports betting. You, you're not just like betting just what any, like if someone signs up for Roto-Grinders, they'll get the same exact projections that you do. Like mm-hmm. you could be profitable doing that. I, I say, well, that's what I'm doing, and I am. So, like, <laughs> feel free to do yep. it also. And my sales pitch is that I don't want you to. Because the more people that actually do this, the more the numbers are going to move, and I'm not going to be as profitable. <laughs> so it's kind of a it's kind of a chicken and egg type of thing. It's like, yeah, I'm yep. on a Roto-Grinder show. I have to pitch this type of stuff. But it is the stuff that I use. So if I go here to Dinwiddie, I'm going to assume this is plus 100. And Will, you're you're on this also. I, I heard before the show you're on you're on his uh, you're you're on Dinwiddie unders also, right? Yeah, I'm also taking under assists, which um, those are my two under assists and, and under points, rebounds, assists. So let's go look for Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie under twenty three and a half minus one hundred four. Okay, so it's moved a little, right? But still not. My, what's minus one hundred four? Minus one hundred four is like fifty one percent implied probability. And according to our prop model, that under 23 and a half wins at 65 at almost minus 200, essentially. And I actually, minus, I actually got him at tw- under 24 and a half when I, when I got at, it. At what uh, price? At what price? Minus or, 115 or something? Uh, Well, no. I think, let me, let me see where I got it at. Hold on a second. It wasn't quite that. Might have been. Give me a second, okay? I'm going into my my uh, my cards here to see. Right. I got it at minus well, 125. I'm taking it right now. You see it on the screen. I'm taking 40 bucks. Yes. Yeah. I got 24 and a half at minus 125 earlier. Okay. So, yeah. So that's about this. Truthfully, that's about the same. The one extra, the one extra point or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. uh, Steve's in the chat. Pick six on DraftKings has it uh, under 24 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I got it. Like I said, obviously that's a different game. Yeah. Yeah. So, what what other Dinwiddie unders do you have? I mean, like I just took right now, I just took his PRA. Under 23 yeah. and a half minus 104, but you have his under assists. Yeah, six and a half. Okay, yeah, it's down on FanDuel to five and a half. Oh, okay. you're getting plus money. You're getting plus money on it. Right. right. So his right. under his under assists here, I think, are plus under five and a half at plus one twenty. So it's okay. about if you if you got under six and a half at like minus one ten, it's about the same number. Yeah. Right. You're just getting paid, you're getting paid more for it. It's effectively effectively the same. Yep. Is there anything is there anything else that you have? Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean so what I did, I I have got plenty from this game. 
Um, I've got Mikel Bridges at five and a half rebounds. Uh, I got less than that or under less than five and a half rebounds. Um, I've got uh, Dorian Finney-Smith less than four and a half rebounds. Got Dean Wade at four and a half rebounds. I've got less than four and a half rebounds. And I've got Cam Johnson at less than five and a half rebounds. So a lot of rebound props in this game, but uh, pretty much got them all less um, than than their projection. We have number two on the prop model is Jared Allen over three and a half assists at 58% win percentage, which is about minus 140-ish, about minus 140 on the over three and a half. FanDuel Mm -hmm. has his over at plus 124. Got it. Yeah. Let's Let's see what I can get that at. Let me see. I I, I doubt it's. Well, I mean, our high. model says FanDuel has the best price. Yeah, you said three and a half. Yeah, over plus three and a half. Plus one twenty four. Which I'm yeah, putting right now. Yeah, I'm I'm showing you that. Like, this is literally what I do. So, like, uh, if I'm on the show, this is what I would normally do when I'm done with the show or before mm-hmm. the show. I haven't gotten around to it before the show. So, if I'm here, I might as well just take it while I'm on the show. I mean, yeah, just. Simply put, yeah, best I can get is plus one fifteen at at over three and a half. Best I can. Oh, get. because oh, because you're wait because because right. you you don't have regulated sports books where you are. Correct. Right. See, isn't isn't it great? Isn't it? But when 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 you finally, I don't know, South Carolina may take a long time. Um, oh yeah, they're stuck in their ways. They're they're, they're stuck in their ways down there. Uh, it's 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 it's, it's so much. Less variance will when you could just take like five or six props single and just like if you go four and two, you still make money. I mean, you still, oh, I, I know, like, I was the so, prize picks and underdog where it's like, yeah, you're gonna lose like like 14 days in a row and then hit a six pick and then you may it's like GPP play. It's kind of like, yeah, well, little, let me say this too. I'm still, I'm still doing both. Uh, I've been able to utilize Fliff, so Fliff has kind of been something I can use right now to continue to, uh, you know, minimize the risk. And, and it has been, been fun. But like I said, I, you know, I've done really well on Fliff this week. Cause I mean, pretty much I've just been single leg now. And then what I will do blender. And the thing about Fliff is you are, you, you're basically limited right out of the gate. So let, let me explain what that means. So, the most Fliff is going to let you go is about two fifty, you know, on anything. That's the most I mean, going to let you go. Fine. I mean, dude, two fifty. No, no, for most people. Blender, blender. That's blender. Perfectly fine. That's that's not my unit size anyway. So I'm not. That's fine, right? But but also the most they're going to allow you to earn is about five thousand in terms of like I'm saying if you want to build a parlay, so you can't go on Fliff and build a million dollar parlay and think you're right. going to get away with it. The most is five thousand. So you you have these limits, but Blender, guess what? I'm perfectly fine with that. And then what I will do is, you know, um, I do well that week, Blender. You know, there are certain days I'll just take every prop that I like and I'll put it in for ten bucks. And typically, it gets me to about five thousand. If I hit it, great. If not, it's ten bucks. I don't care. Like because I've single legged all of these. Um, so on Fliff, what I've done is I brought my unit size down. I get more volume. If that if that makes any sense. So my that, unit that, size that's of, exact, dude, you're you're playing my game. I mean, yeah. look, I'm putting in forty dollar bets here. I mean, I just I'm gonna do this like a hundred times today. Right, right, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, at Fliff, I, I don't usually go um, past a hundred on anything. Like, so my my normal unit size is a hundred in general, but on Fliff, I floated between twenty five and fifty unless I caught something like the other day where I felt like the total in the New England game was just wrong. Like I went all the way up to, because I only had, you know, because I could single leg it. You get what I'm saying? So the total right. in that New England game, the, the weather was already too bad. And I think we got the total in the 30s. And by the time I think it ended, I think it ended around, I don't know, 28, 27. Like that's where it ended. So we got good value. And that one came, obviously we, we got that one because they didn't score a lot of points in that game. But my um, my my point is, that's how I do it. So, you know, all these all these ones that I was talking about on Fliff, I've got them in for anywhere from, 
roughly about $25 and up. So Dinwiddie, I got his, you know, uh, PRA six and a half. And then other props I've got, uh, I've got Devin Booker, less than four and a half rebounds. Derek Jones Jr., less than five and a half rebounds. Chet Holmgren, less than eight and a half rebounds. So like I've got, you know, I'm just single legging it up. And uh, right. it, it just it just keeps adding up day by day by day by day. You see here while you were talking, I took uh, Isaac Okoro under 16 and a half PRA. Yeah. Chet Holmgren under seven and a half rebounds. Yeah, and I got him under I got Chet under eight and a half earlier this morning. So I got a got a yeah, but I'm also I'm getting paid. I think I'm getting paid plus one thirty five or something. So it's like yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right? exactly. Right? Remember, it's not just for people that realize it's not just the number, it's also the price. I mean, yeah, like if I told you like Chet, if Chet Re- Holmgren's under of eight and a half was minus seven hundred, you wouldn't. Be, you wouldn't oh oh yeah, it. yeah, no, no, no way. I mean, no like way. it's like it's, no it's in relation to the yeah. price. So like, yeah, like they Cause, both cause for me to get it. Yeah. For me to get it right now, which so so for me, Blender, you know, I have to decide whether or not I'm going to accept the price, right? So right now, if I get under seven and a half, I'm at minus one hundred five, and so for me, it's like okay, I'm willing to accept that. Like if it was minus one sixty, obviously. No way I'm taking that right now when it's at plus everywhere else. But minus 105, because I have to, I still I still determine or decide, okay, is this still good enough for me to take relative to everywhere else? Now, plus 135, obviously, that's still incredible. I would have loved to have gotten this at, you know, plus 110 at least. But if I decide to take it at minus 105, I will. But I'm, I'm just going to hold off on that one because I already have it at minus eight and a half. Or less than eight and a half, sorry. Right. And the yep. same thing you could do in the prop model, just like I'm doing right here. You, we also have a pick em tool, right? So you could go to prize picks. So we could go like right now and go to prize picks. And this is in our, if, you, if you're not playing DFS anymore, you could just use our props and pick em package. You'll get both of these screens in addition to our expert picks. You get as part of the props and pick em package. You could even see what the, it just was just on the screen. Like there's a three-day $9.99 trial or something that you could use, right? Now, obviously, if you're a combo premium member, if you're you're playing DFS and you got all the sports and everything, you get this, you get all of this. And, and you're able to actually download our statistical projections. So you like you could take it and do whatever the hell you want with it. Load it into anything in Excel, put it into Python, do whatever the hell you want with it. But right, we see a props and pick three-day trial, $9.99. Right. So if you just want this, if you're just going to be betting on just like the top 20 or the top things in the pick them tool, like it's very easy. You just come here, do it. You're done. Five minutes. You're done. You're done. I could go to price picks right now. Right. And using our statistical projections that we have currently up for NBA. Right. I can go here. And it's like, look, OK, Spencer Dinwiddie. It'll show you the win percentages and the edges and whatever. So we'll, we'll take the, the top like five. Right. Take the top five, take the top six, right? Take the top six. Well, let, let's make a six, a six card of just these, mm-hmm. right? Just the top one. So I'm going to move this to the side just so I could see, see both, right? Yeah. I'm not showing you anything that I wouldn't do myself. So I'm going to just do it myself. <laughs> Dinwiddie, right? We got Dinwiddie, less than 24 and a half PRA. Mm-hmm. Anthony, Anthony Simons. More than seven and a half rebounds and assists. Okay. Okoro. Okoro less than 13 and a half points and rebounds. Michael Bridges. You have you have a Bridges one also, right? Yeah, five and a half rebounds. Okay. Well, this uh, pick'em tool shows uh Less than 31 and a half PRA. Yeah. As the biggest edge here. And then Nurkic. Nurkic here. Nurkic. Nurkic. More than 11 and a half rebounds and assists. More than 11 and a half rebounds and assists. And then Brooke Lopez, less than a half a steal. Yeah. Which is always the scariest to sweat. When the the half of the half, the half of three point, the half of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I had a nice little half of three point for a Russell Westbrook last night, but it, you know, I plugged it in. He, he, he didn't hit a three pointer and all was well. 
So you see right here, I just did the, all those six for 30 bucks. Yep. I'm good. Right. There, there I is. may look at this later. If I find if there's more, I mean, you could feel free to mix and match. I mean, there, there's still plenty up here. I mean, Chet Holmgren, less than eight rebounds, Chris Middleton, more than 19 and a half points and rebounds. And obviously when the, when the, uh, Projections get updated. This gets updated as well. And you could split this over to, to underdog as well. So you could go over there and it'll show you the numbers that are over there. The DK pick six, if you're playing that. Yep. So this is a nice little nice little tool. I mean, this is just easy, right? Top 20, prop model, the pick them tool, show you the top edges. It's all based on our statistical projections, right? You could do this for NHL. You could do that. I mean, all NHL, NFL, MLB, PGA. You got everything here. And then if you're a combo premium member, we have statistical projections for tennis. We have statistical projections for college football. I mean, it's not on anymore, but like you could take those and just go, go. Yeah. I mean, I could take the tennis ones and go like, okay, let me bet on some aces. Let me do like that. Yeah. It doesn't show, it doesn't show on the, you know, their top 20 screen because tennis is not as you know popular or anything, but we have statistical projections and like everything. So like you could just use them to your advantage. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing that we have here, I know, I, I know there's a 13 game NHL slate. You want to dabble in NHL DFS. NHL will, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like you're, you're an NHL guy, but you're a baseball well, guy. I am. Well, you can play NHL very much like baseball. Cause it's very line, very correlated when it comes to, to lines you're playing like lines of teams you're playing three or four guys from like two different teams and building your lineup that way an yeah. easy way to figure it out obviously you could use lineup hq you could go to the nhl projections you could do everything you would normally do in lineup hq you could run 300 lineups you could run different configurations stack configurations you could create groups you could do all that fancy stuff but if you're only going to build like one lineup or something like that what i like to do is i go to the the DraftKings nhl dfs stack value stream Right. To see, because it's not just one player's value. It's like, how much value do you have on the entire line? And yes. I sort by this value column. And I'm specifically looking for lines that have high value and also high average projection. Because, yes, Montreal's third line is the highest point per dollar value, but it's like that they only play 12 minutes. I mean, it's like, yeah, because they're all <laughs> like 2,500. It's like playing three cheap guys in an NBA lineup. It's like, are they going to score enough for a points for the opportunity mm -hmm. cost of even being in your lineup? So really I'm looking sorting by value and then looking for this green in the average projection, right? Where it's high 12.54. So the top one right now is a uh, Montreal uh, even strength one, which they're facing San Jose. Who's a kind of a bad. Yeah, they give, they give up shots to everybody. Shots yeah. to everybody. Shots galore. So, 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 Blenda, the reason why I know that, see, if, if you hang out in the prop and pick them streets, you understand that. While I may not be completely dialed in like I would be for DFS, I know the teams that give up gobs of shots because I'm taking the shot props. Right. For the goal San Jose right? is at the top. Yeah. Or right. say, yeah. <laughs> But also understand that Montreal sucks also. Montreal, yeah. the Canadians are not a good team either. Yeah. But the top value we have currently in projections is Montreal, even strength one, Suzuki, Caulfield, and Slavkovsky. Because Suzuki is only 5,500. Caulfield is 6,100. Slavkovsky, I believe, is 3,300. It's in my dumb. Like, I didn't even look at this. All I knew, in my dummy lineup last night, I I, I basically went directly to Montreal one. Because it's cheap and they're facing the they're facing the sharks at home, so mm -hmm. give it to me. I, other ones that have good value: Carolina's power play one unit. Uh, I mean, you could play a whole bunch of them. You could play a hoe. You could play Svechnikov, Jarvis. The the only uh, issue that I have with Carolina is they tend to play their even strength lines very similarly. So mm -hmm. sometimes Carolina scores five goals, and you're sitting there going, "Where are my points?" Because some other oh, yeah. ones score. For sure, for sure. Another good, other good lines on the board. You could see in this. I mean, you, if you're a premium combo subscriber, you, you get you get this. So I mean, I'm just showing you. I'm just showing you what. But you could see on your own every single day in NHL. Remember, there's a slate in NHL pretty much every day, right? Mm -hmm. So we got Buffalo one, 
And this is assuming that Victor Olofsson is actually going to be uh, skating on line one. That, that If you go into the NHL Discord, which is free, which is a great source for NHL news and line changes and morning skate updates and everything, uh, uh, they got to switch to ramp Buffalo in the last game, kind of like switch stuff up unexpectedly. So, uh, I mean, definitely check out to see, make sure that Olofsson is in, because he's very cheap. A lot of times yeah. he's on the power play and he ends up like on the third or fourth line. Uh, but if he's going to play on the Buffalo's one with Tuchin and Thompson, uh, that's going to be a very good value line as well. Uh, other lines that you could look at today, uh, just taking a look at this tool, probably uh, New Jersey, the Devils. The Devils, I mean, the power play, and the Devils two line with Bastion Hall and Hishier is okay. Yeah. We take a look. I like the if if uh it's because uh with with Jack Hughes out, you're gonna get like Dawson Mercer on the on the top line, and he's cheap, and you pair him with Joffley and Brat. So we have that as a as a value. But of course, so, let me ask you this: How do you when when you're playing? And I know I know you're using the tool, right? But for instance, you know, line two has Hishier, Bastian, and, and Halla. But Hisher is also going to be a part of power play one, at least according to our lineups. So do you sometimes build for power play one versus just keeping them in like do you get what I'm saying? Like, and I know, I know, I know you're allowing the tool to tell you, but like how right. do you view most, that? Go most ahead, of the most of the time, I, I understand the types of contests that you're playing. If you're playing lo- the larger field contests. You could do a lot of things, oh, right? Yeah, for because sure, for you have sure. to beat 5,000, 6,000 people. I'm typically playing the 100 to 500 man type of contest. Yeah. Playing the 222, the 88, playing the $40. It's like 550 entry type yeah. of level. In those levels of contest, you really don't have to get that weird. I prioritize, obviously, value. I, I typically play the teams that are projected to score a bunch of goals. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't. I'm going to play the third biggest underdog on a 13 game slate. It's like, you, you don't, you don't, you don't have to do that. Like, well, what happens if they score seven goals? You're going to win the contest by like 80 points unnecessarily. You don't need to do that. And in the hundred man contest that I play, if like the third biggest underdog, like third line scores two goals, like no one has these guys. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. but in the large field contest, someone, there'll be someone with Someone, something well, that's yeah. much more it's like just, it's just it's just like MLB. So and let me right. say this: like, and I'm I'm victim to all of this, just like everybody else. NBA goes on All Star break. Everybody plays NHL because the contests are bigger, so they're giving you you know a lot. Well, let me tell you this: on FanDuel, that's the way it is. On DraftKings, that NHL is pretty good year round. Like the, the contests are good, the payouts are good. And so, you know, I, I do think if you if you're going to decide, you know what, I'm going to play NHL full time this year. DraftKings is the place to do it, hands down, hands down. But yeah, but I prioritize in my smaller field contests. I prioritize two things: one, power play time, and two, time on ice. Yeah. So given given the choice of like you know, there's some I don't like playing guys like if I'm going to play three players together. I'd rather play three players that are on the power play than are just specifically on even strength, as long as they get some amount of power play time. And then typically yeah. for defenders, I, I prioritize time on ice. Yeah. I don't care. I don't even care if they're on the power play or not. If a defender is going to be playing 22 to 25 minutes and they're like 4k, 5k, I like you those guys so much more than the $2,700 guys that are going to be playing 14 minutes, maybe on power play too, because it's mm-hmm. just that that you get so much more of an advantage getting a good amount of points out of your defender slots than you do anything else, because you can find goals anywhere, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Up, on a 13 game slate, you can find goals, but a lot of times it's hard to find, you know, 20 to 30 points combined at your defender spots. So I tend to prioritize those. I'm going to play guys that. At least they're getting the block bonus or something because they're out. They're out there for 22, 23 minutes, right? Then they're sitting there like they have a nice floor of like eight to 10 points. 
that and and if they end up on the score sheet, like good luck. You're gonna have to run me down. They have 23 points. Like, good luck trying to get that out of your $2,700 garbage defender in your lineup because you wanted to pay up for like Nathan McKinnon or a Kucherov or something like that. I tend I tend to build much more balanced lineups than most people. But still, for the most part, I could build my lineups by hand just using this, this DraftKings stack values page. I mean, it, it will do kind of do it for you in lineup HQ. You're gonna you're gonna wonder you if you ran 300 lines in lineup HQ, you're gonna get a lot of Montreal. A lot, of, a lot of Montreal won, a lot of Montreal power play won. You can get a lot of Carolina, and you're going to be like, wow, I'm getting a lot of this. They must be good. Like, dude, I can just look at the stack page. I can tell you because from a values perspective, your lineups are going to project the best with these guys, right? Yeah. Now, you have to always compare it to ownership. If these guys are too owned, then you start pivoting to different places. But on a 13-game slate, uh, ownership tends to tends to spread out way more than it should. So yeah. really, these a lot of these guys may actually go under-owned, even if they are somewhat chalky. I could see Montreal, a uh, Montreal one being 10 to 12% owned today on a 13-game slate. And people go, wow, that's that's high owned for a 13-game slate. It's like, yeah, but it's quite possible that they should be like 22% owned. Like it, like a lot yeah. of times people get way too, especially in the smaller field contest, they get way too sneaky. Way too, way too sneaky. Leonard, you, you you're about to make me play NHL today, and if I win, if I win, it's going to be your fault. Well, don't play in my contest. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm getting very excited because MLB is coming anyway. So I this is this is incredible. I uh, I'm actually pretty. No, I really am pretty excited about the. Uh, the NHL slate today. And the thing too, Blender, you know what? I need to just go ahead and and and, and break it down and just chase the a, a NHL seat for the uh for, for the championship. And I see that I just need to change that. I so I don't know if I've told told you this specifically, but I do I do want to get to one more live final. I, I do want to get to one more. I mean, you could go as a plus one with anyone. You could. No, 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 no. I want to earn my way to, to a live. <laughs> oh, final. you mean you actually want to have an entry? You don't want to yeah, just be there. Yeah, yeah. I want to earn my way to one more. Doesn't matter what sport. It could be baseball, basketball. Uh, you know, f- football would have to come around again. But baseball, basketball, hockey, make it to one more. I would like to win one, but I think I want to. I want to want to make it one more. And then, of course, everybody wants to take down a milli at some point, maybe. I did chase the Millie a little bit this year, um, you know, so maybe I'll probably chase it a little bit again next year. But that's, but it's really more for uh, pride's sake. It's really it, the money will be good. Don't get me wrong, Linder, but I, I make enough money doing what I'm doing already. Um, but I, uh, I, uh, I, I definitely want to. Um, I might try. I might try to chase champion, the rating champion is calling you out. Daniel, my man. Okay. Hey, listen, Daniel, I got no problem with the little competition, man. And congrats to you. Uh, winning live final is a big accomplishment. So um let, let's see. They've got one tonight for 1450. I don't want to, I don't quite want to spend 1450, obviously. Um un- until I've maybe won a couple of contests or something. And then I'll then maybe I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll suck it up. Right. You don't want your first and NHL DFS one. contest to be a fourteen hundred dollar <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm good at DFS. Here's the thing, Blender. Like, we understand enough. Like, I'm not afraid to do it, but that's still not wise for me to just hop right in. Like, you got to know that. You know what I mean? You just got to know. Yeah. Right. Look, I mean, look, Joe Adamo's making fun of me. I can't even pronounce the players' names correctly. (laughs) Right. What do I know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, So, uh, Will, you have stuff coming up this week. We have playoff. NFL yep. stuff. Obviously, you know, we got the football players going on, right? Tomorrow, yep. uh, Squirrel Patrol will be on. We'll be talking about the the, the playoffs, the NFL playoff slates, uh, yep. as well as MMA. UFC is back. Obviously, there's basketball, there's 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 hockey going on as well, but tomorrow will be specifically for uh NFL playoffs and MMA. But Will, you got you got a bunch of you always have a bunch of stuff coming out for both DFS and sports betting, and yep. you're probably on a bunch of shows, so Give people a preview of what uh, what's what's coming up, both premium wise as well as some of the free stuff. Yeah, so free stuff. I was on um, a betting podcast yesterday 
with um uh with Eric and let's see who who else was on Eric Raskin and uh, and Joe a good friend of mine Joe and we talked about the uh the NFL, and that was that was a, a betting podcast for US Bet. I'm going to be on the Blitz. We're recording the Blitz on Friday this this week because the slate started Saturday. So if, for those of you that are Blitz subscribers or into the NFL, we're, we're going to record that one tomorrow. It'll be ready tomorrow. I'm still going to have my stuff for owner's box this week. And then I will be on Sunday, myself, TJ, and I think Tim will be covering all of the NFL stuff for Showdown. And the smaller type slate, boutique type slate stuff uh, for NFL. And then there we go. That's uh, that's kind of my content for the week because the NFL is slowing down and MLB is right around the corner. And it's all going to pick back up. So you're more excited for MLB than playing NBA, which I don't blame you for. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, well I'm more excited for MLB all the time. Um So, you know, because it's to me, and like I said, it's like hockey. Unless something weird happens. You mostly know what's going to happen with the lines. People aren't just going to get ruled out five minutes before a lot, literally, unless like an earthquake happens or something really bad happens. And so, you know, you, you can build lineups accordingly. And typically, Blender, you can set those lineups once you know everything, and go out to dinner with your friends, you know, uh, watch a movie, and you can come back later that night and check and see what's happened. It's great. Right. Daniel says MLB is so civilized. That's right. That's why I like it. ML- for both DFS and betting, it's just MLB is a very easy routine for betting. It's like I'm going to check the numbers before I go to sleep, right, for the day, right? You, st- you check the strikeout numbers, anything that's posted before you go to sleep, mm-hmm. right? You, you hammer anything that is worth doing then. Then you wake up and you check it again, right? Hammer mm-hmm. what's available then. And then you don't look at it again until like four o'clock, five o'clock in the yeah. afternoon, and you hammer anything then. And then you build your DFS lineups about twenty minutes before the slate, and then you close your laptop and you and you're essentially you leave on notifications just in case some weird some you know the Angels lineup isn't in or you know some something like that. The Dodgers you don't know who's going to be DHing right something like that. Uh, and and you, you're done. Like it feels like yeah. like it's a grand total of like thirty or forty minutes total of work. Between, you know, like 15 minutes before bed, 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the afternoon, 15 minutes to build your lineups. And then you just do that over and over again, Will, until it's like the the end of July. And you're like, when is this season ever going to end? And you're looking forward to NFL because that's it always happens that way. That once you do it for a long enough period, it's like, I'm just getting sick of this. And then it goes but, away. But you got, but you need and, the money to keep going to your account. So you have to keep that's doing right. it. Right. <laughs> that's that's the problem. That's the problem. It's like, yeah, I know this is getting boring day after day after day, but I take a look at my like ticket or whatever. I'm like, like, how do I not do this? Yeah. Well, the the other thing too, Blender, that I think is cool uh, about MLB this season, I think it's going to be a little bit different for me, and I, I want to see how they're going to handle this. But I think pick six is slowly changing the game. But here's what I mean by that. Pick six is not going to give you push lines. And when the lines come out, they're not changing. So being able to compete against your peers in pick six and seeing how they kind of handle that's going to be an interesting wrinkle this season, I think, for me personally. Because, you know, I've gotten so used to prize picks, underdog, now I have flip this year, which which flip, flip will help me, you know, bump up my earnings even more. But being able to see how that happens, because, you know, sometimes Blender, um, for instance, a line may come out at five and a half. Now, strikeouts don't change a lot, but you will see on, on you know, FanDuel or DraftKings, strikeout probably come out at five and a half. It might end the day at four and a half. Do you get what I'm saying? And then it's like, OK, right. so now it's four and a half on the pick side. How do people adjust for that? on pick six like and that's the game i think will play a little bit all the strikeout props aren't going to change most of it's just the odds are going to change on the site and that that you don't have to worry about that on pick six but uh it's i think that's going to be an interesting wrinkle to how i approach baseball this season because pick six i don't have to i can literally just put everything in throughout the day like i don't have to because it's not going to change and that's the that's well, one how, of the how difficult daniel's asking how difficult is the swapping uh no, it's it's not, okay. So let me say this, Daniel. It's not hard at all. 
However, you know, if you start playing 20 different cards and you need to swap 10 guys, you have to do it manually. So there's no global swap for one particular prop, if that makes any sense. But it's very easy. You, you click the prop, you take it out, you add, you can add another one in or change it from more to less. It's very easy. But, you know, if you start getting into, you know, 20-something cards and one, one prop is in all those cards, there's no global. So you have to know that going in. Yeah, once I get CSV uploads, it's all over. Listen, that's but well, I, I talked about this, you know, with the company in terms of ha being able to have a version of lineup HQ for the pick'em sites, Blender. Because listen, believe it or not, I think it's valuable, and you know, I've, I've actually tried to build it myself, and I just I haven't been able to get it quite right and find the right people, but. I think having something like that four price before the, where, where it updates throughout the day, even if the props drop from five and a half to five, it drops and you can just say, okay, I want this. And you, you can click a button and say, Hey, I want six picks now, right? I want to use this for six picks. I want this one in 20%. I want this one in 50%. I want this. And all, and it, and then you say, okay, build me 20 and it builds them. And then you can just upload it and you're done for that right, period of time. Up, obviously. Yeah. I've been waiting for it. The reason why Pick'em site prize picks and underdog will never have a CSV upload fu function for Pick'em because the types of people that would want a CSV upload function for for prize picks and underdog are customers that they rather not have. <laughs> <laughs> right. Also, also, hey, also true. Also true. Right. Okay, so you could follow Will on Twitter as always, Chief Justice 06. Me at Blender HD. Hit that thumbs up button on your way out the door. Hit the thummy thumbs. We got crunch time later today. We got obviously NHL content and NHL coverage in our Discord. Join it there. Rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Hit the thumbs up button. Keep on hitting the thumbsy thumb, 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 the subscribe button, the notification bell. I'll be back tomorrow with Squirrel Patrol because I'm always here Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern, talking about all things you're thinking about in Daily Fantasy. Props and pick them on Roto Grinders today. Today. Let's <laughs> go.